What's up, 20s? It's us. We're back this week. We are. It's a Friday, which is... Yeah, like, it's a Friday. It's weird because we never record on Fridays. But it's like 70 degrees outside, and that's like really good weather for Boston. Yes, it's not quite 70 degrees, but it it's can get to 70 going degrees. going up there today. Yes. Um, and we wanted to be out, so... Yeah, it, it worked out. How are you doing? Pretty chill, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. The weather's really doing miracles on my mental health. And it just lifts up your spirit. That's like, true. Yeah, you, like, dress cuter. Like, today I washed my hair in, like, honor of this nice weather. Right. And of the podcast, because we recorded also. And I don't know, it's a good day. It's a good day to it's be a alive. Good day. It's a good day to do this wonderful podcast. That's and, right. you know, just have a conversation with you. Yes, um, I just want to note we're both wearing lavender and, like, purple. And it's the cutest yes. thing ever. It wasn't coordinated we just happen to be wearing shades of purple yes but for the topic today you actually thought about this um you brought up the idea of communities and sort of finding communities what communities we belong in Mm -hmm. and stuff like that yeah i like think about community all the time i mean we do a lot of community work at our workplace Mm, right so we're obviously always thinking about community and what Mm -hmm. that means and like helping community and finding community and just thinking about that I was like brainstorming ways to talk about this to young people because not a lot of people talk about this but finding your community and your I guess your people really is so important yeah to your growth as an adult so I really want to just touch up on that topic and have a chill conversation see what your community is and how yes. you found your for your community and so on yeah so. well i guess we can go to the first question mm-hmm. which you know i think it makes sense to start with this and you know just mention the communities we belong to or identify with mm-hmm. that's a hard question because there's so many communities in the world right right and this thought of community, really, what I think is a group of people that you feel comfortable with. Mm-hmm. And you have a lot of similarities and, you know, are kind of doing things and taking part of in activities that you're interested in. Right. But then there's the community that you're born into, right? So, like, mm-hmm. for me, just to, to get into the question, my community, if I were to just describe it, would be the Brazilian community, right? Like, broadly. Yeah. Because I was born in Brazil, and so naturally, I think, you know, society tells you you should be gravitated towards Brazilian like you're people. you're in that box. Cause exactly, that exactly. Box. But I don't find myself in a community, like, ever, really. Like, I, I mean, in Boston, anyway. Obviously, when I go to Brazil, it's a different story. But I don't find my, my community, myself in that community, like, ever, like I said. But I did find my community in college and even Mm -hmm. in high school a little bit um i was pretty friendly in high school so i was lucky to have made a lot of friends that i still connect with but it wasn't until college that i really found like my people and my passion and who i want to be around because that's the foundation of everything really Mm -hmm. like in in college i mean it could be different for everybody right people find their community and their friends and people that they love in kindergarten who yeah. knows yeah, yeah that's not my case but in college you're really i mean you're an adult now and you know what you're interested in and the things that you want to do 
like with your life really so you, yep. you kind of gravitate towards the people that are doing the same sorts of things and why not um how about you why don't i'm just like going around the circle yeah. well no just i guess like in terms of communities would you say like you've found your artsy yeah. kind of photography right that was the question and i <laughs> i tend to do this all the time and it's not just in a podcast <laughs> i talk 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 and i don't answer the question we all yes. do it um, it's okay well, thank you for making me feel better about myself. Um, my community. I don't know. It's uh, it's uh, no, here I go it's again. valid because <laughs> it's it's hard to like really pinpoint, pinpoint yeah. like which communities you identify or belong in. Yeah. Um, sometimes there's only one or two. Right. Like you don't really need a lot. Um, I think mine. Okay. In short, I think it's people who are not like. American or no, who are American or can be an American, but mm-hmm. who are foreign or whose parents are like, like you know, first gen. Yeah, like I, I find myself with a lot of those people. My group of friends is really diverse, mm-hmm. like extremely diverse, which I take pride in because I I love that aspect of mm-hmm. my friends and my group of people. Uh, but yeah, again, like because I went to art school and I'm interested in art and photography and filmmaking, I also see myself with like groups of filmmakers and mm-hmm. photography and artsy people so yeah it's a little bit of both yeah. sometimes they're both of those things so it's like a win-win um yeah but yeah that's they that's also me. don't have to be communities that are present around you it can be communities that you want to be a part of exactly because you know? i think a lot of the communities that i'll be mentioning aren't necessarily present in Boston, unfortunately. Mm. But those communities are the ones that I, like, mentally and emotionally belong with and, like, Got identify it. with. I love that. Um, so to answer the question, I think my communities are definitely the LGBTQ plus community, mm-hmm. um, the Filipino community, um the writers community um sort of like that creative side of things and i mean even like the fashion community or whatever like (laughs) it's no yeah like you can make a community out of a lot of things a lot of interests a lot of interests can turn into communities Mm -hmm. um into groups sort of like tribes um, but yeah, those are the main communities that I identify with. But are they in Boston? Like I, there are Filipinos in Boston, but not a ton. But not a ton. Mm-hmm. Like if you ask me, like, do I have Filipino friends here? I have like one, and, and then family. the rest are like my family and my cousins. Right, right. Which I mean, you know, they they count, but like in terms of like friends in the city and stuff, right outside of like, here. Family. I don't know anyone. Yeah, and I, I know they're out there because I know there are like student Filipino orgs in colleges uh-huh. in Boston, but I just don't know them personally, and I just am not a part of that circle. If there, if there is one in Boston, and mm-hmm. I'm sure there is, I'm just not in it. Right, that's the beauty of the internet. I, I just mm-hmm. bit my accident. That's the beauty of the internet too. It's that you can find those communities yeah. without necessarily like having to meet them, um, and you like, you know, you make friends, right? 
through through some platforms, some social media platforms. Is that yeah. how you've connected with the Filipino community in the U.S. or outside of the U.S.? Um, in the U.S., in Boston specifically, it's mostly through like school right. activities, projects. I collaborated with a great friend of mine, Bianca. We made a Filipino documentary for her BFA. Oh, that's so And then cool. that's when we started kind of reaching out to Filipino student orgs in Northeastern, New Miss Boston. So mm -hmm. we kind of like did a tour to present the project. And that was, that was my, like my senior year. And that was the first time I was actually seeing, oh my God, there's, there's some, more of me. There's, there's more, more Filipinos like yeah. in the city, um, which was unfortunate because it was my last year in college. And if that happened in like freshman year, I would have had more time to like really build yeah. that community and like be in it. But I'm sure there's opportunities for you to still do that. Yeah. Uh, what about, but you, okay. You were talking about how a lot of your communities are, you know, communities that you found yourself in mm -hmm. are in Boston. Which one are those? Like, do you meet them through the internet? I think that's the, that's what I was sort of leaning um, or leading to. In terms of like the entertainment community, sort of oh, filmmaking, okay. writing, most of them, most of the people I collaborate with and talk to and, you know, just share work with are in L.A. or in New York. Mm. which makes sense because the industry is there. But in terms of here in Boston, there's not, again, I'm sure there is a lot. I just am not aware know of it. Yeah, you know, yeah. it, It's just not the specific community that I'm in. Um, but they're like far away, if that makes right. sense. Which is funny. Okay, when you talk about <laughs> not like Boston, not having like a huge Filipino community, or at least that you know of, mm -hmm. It's so interesting because the Brazilian community, Massachusetts, really, like I'm talking every city in Massachusetts, is huge. There's Brazilians mm. everywhere, and it's funny because you would have you would think like, okay, if there's Brazilians everywhere, you probably have a Brazilian community or yeah, people right. who in that group that you really um, like relate to. Mm -hmm. But it's the opposite for me because I have no Brazilian mm. friends. Actually, that's a lie. I have two Brazilian friends, Roberta and Daniela, um, and that's it, honestly. Most of the Brazilian people I meet, which is rare, very rare, maybe like twice a year, yeah. is through my brother, who, who's a better Brazilian than I am. <laughs> and I say that because, <clears throat> again, when I moved here, I, was, I really made it a goal to learn English, and so I really separated myself from all Brazilians that I knew at the school, which were very few. And I just, you know, I, I kind of grew up around people that only speak English. So, so would you say you were, like, definitely westernized in yeah, a way? I guess so. I mean, I think it was always in me, mm -hmm. <laughs> as weird as that sounds. Like, growing up, you were already I was always like in that mindset. Yeah, I just like my mom, which is kind of mm -hmm. crazy. My mom, since she was, you know, young, she knew she wanted to move out of yeah. Brazil. And she knew she didn't belong. And so I felt the same way, actually. Now that you ask, it's like a good realization for me because I never <clears throat> fully felt myself when I was in Brazil. Mm -hmm. And thank God that I moved here because, and I wonder all the time who I would have become if I stayed. Yeah. But yeah, I, especially Brazilians in Boston, the Boston area, I don't really relate to because a lot of them are from another region of Brazil, mm. which is cool. But Brazil is huge, as you know. Yeah. And people are very different. 
I'm from the south, so when I find one person from my city, it's like a rare occasion. It's right. like a big surprise. Um, but yeah, I, it's weird, funny. It's like the opposite for us. There's a lot of Brazilians here. I don't find myself with them. Yeah. And for you, it's the opposite. Yeah, the Filipino community is robust in California. For real? I don't they, know. They are everywhere. You walk on the street, you hear someone speaking Tagalog. That's so Which cool. like makes me so happy because I just hear them and understand them. That rarely happens in Boston. Uh-huh. I think there's been a few times where like a random Filipino person was on the train with me and they're just talking on the phone in Tagalog. And then you're and like, like amazed. Oh. You're like, oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm like, oh, we're from the same country and we speak the same language. So cool. But it's definitely, there's yeah. a lot more in California and even in New York, specifically Queens. New York. Mm, look at that. There's like a little Filipino like community there. That's cool. And the fact that there's barely any Filipino restaurant in Boston, just I I only know of one, which is called Tanam, and I haven't visited yet. I really want to go. Oh, you should. It's in Somerville, the the plaza there that I was talking Ball about. Market. Yes. Yeah. They're they're in there. You should go. We um, should go together. But the fact that there's only one, it's like it says a lot that yeah. there's not a lot yeah. of um. Filipinos here for them to like actually have a lot of uh-huh. Filipino restaurants. So. You should start a restaurant. Start Listen, the that's, Filipino that's business. That's a dream down the road, like a Filipino inspired cafe. cafe right? Yeah, where there's That'd be like so cool. little library I'll be and people are just co-founder if you want investor. Or investor, thank you. Um, so cool. Yeah, it's weird. It's the opposite for me. I hear yeah. Brazilians everywhere. Later in Cambridge, summer every single <laughs> city I go to. I've been walking down the street and I hear them speaking Portuguese and I'm like, there we go. There's one of me. (laughs) But also, it's not always like friendly encounters. Oh, no. Your own people can also be snobs. Especially in my community, in the Filipino community. When there's a lot of you guys in like one area, it starts feeling like a competition (laughs) amongst each other of like who's In America, right? Yeah, Yeah. in America specifically. Not really in the field, but in America. It's such a problem. It's a weird dynamic, but not, not. I'm not. It's not everyone, you know. It's just like some. Like I, it happens. I understand. Trust me. Yeah. It's if there's any Brazilians listening, you know, when you heard that, you know exactly what he's talking about because it's such a problem with the Brazilian community. It's like trying to be better than someone yeah, else absolutely. and like buying the best of the best and like <laughs> yes, showing off. It's which so funny. I understand, but. I don't know. I just I don't rock with it. Well, either. we're all come. We all come from we the same place. We all come place. from the same like, place. Like humble yourself, people. <laughs> exactly. Humble. It's, it's chill. A little funny to me. Yeah. <laughs> That's in funny. terms of the LGBTQ community, mm-hmm. there's definitely a lot here. Oh yeah. But again, I'm just <laughs> so. If you ask me if I have any queer friends here, you don't. I don't. I know some. I know them, like acquaintances, I guess. Right, right. But friends, like, oh my god, let's hang out. I really don't. My Damn. best friend, my best friends who are queer, again, lives in New York and LA. Back in Boston, my best friends here are like straight. Maybe, maybe one of them is questioning, but oh, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> give us the tea. They're not. They're not. But <laughs> Damn. I don't know. It's like it's so weird. Like I just don't. These communities that I identify with, I... But I'm glad despite it all, despite not having them present with you in the same place, mm-hmm. that you still 
feel comfortable with that community of people and yeah that you yeah, have yeah. like a voice in these communities and you feel yeah i feel like i still do my part for the community right. even though i don't have an active community mm-hmm. where i am i still try and that's so important make an impact with like i don't know the video projects that we do the things that i write it's always like you know asian lgbtq representation i love that oriented things um so i still do my part for the community it's just that it's not like there's a community meeting on tuesdays <laughs> and like oh uh, yeah yeah i feel like people have that but also maybe either. it's because i'm just introverted and like right. shy most of the time that's why i'm like not that could take part in it, yeah. That could be yeah. part of it. Yeah, I, I I, know we need to move on to this next one, but as you were talking, I was like, you know what? Actually, most of the people that I, like, am good friends with are in the Latino community. So, mm. And I'm Latina myself, so I think that, that I would say that's my community. Yeah, that Latina is Latina and, like, black, like, you know, like, a lot of my friends are, like, in that yeah. group, which I really love because there's so much that we relate to, yeah. like together so yeah like PO, the poc community yeah um poc and bipoc um that's also my community yeah because I, I i barely have any white friends mm. maybe like a couple same here actually. but also again they're not in boston <laughs> so damn what <laughs> no are, one's well, in boston yeah well we're getting out of this <laughs> that you should move the hell out of here <laughs> Because clearly, there's nothing clearly. going on here for you. You don't got a community. Clearly, I'm the only one here. But, <laughs> but yeah, it's funny. Um, yeah, interesting. Well, we're kind of talking about the second question already. Like, finding them. Is it easy to find these communities? Are they hard? Or do they even exist? Like, I, I feel like I've touched upon some of those. Yeah. For me, it's, it's easy. easy? It, like, yeah. I mean, I'm... Wait, actually, hold on. Um, I found this thing on Instagram, and I'll give their username here that defined me as a person. You know how we're talking about introvert? Defined you as a person? Not not as a person, but like the introvert, uh, extroverted. The ambivert? Yeah, but it's not that. Hold on. Oh, no, the Wi-Fi sucks. One second. Okay, ready? Mm Mm-hmm. This is unrelated, everybody, but I thought I would share because it's been such an ongoing conversation for us on what I am and where I find myself. Eight signs you're probably an extroverted introverted. So it's both of them. An extroverted introverted. Got it? One, certain people drain you while others energize you. Two, you find people both intriguing and exhausting. Facts. Three, you love being alone but appreciate good company. Four, your energy levels are closely tied to your environment. Five, you would rather say what's on your mind and make small talk. Six, you enjoy socializing, but you always have an escape plan. This is me in a nutshell. Seven, you're always selective with your people and your social calendar. And eight, people often mistake you for an extroverted. Wait, that's first, that is so you. Second, I also feel those things. Yeah. Especially number three. What was number three? It's about the... um, I got out of it. Hold on. I think it's about loving being alone. You love being alone, but appreciate good company. Yeah, Yeah. like I love doing things alone. But if I have good company with like someone who, a good friend of mine, like I would love the company. Wasn't this facts? Like, uh, I was just when I read that, I was like, I need to save it and talk about it on the podcast because that's me. I'm an extroverted introverted. Yeah. 
in the last one, like people usually mistake it for being an extrovert. Literally me all the time. <laughs> that, that is what oh, I wait, think I was talking you, about that but. because oh, because it's easy for me to find people that I connect with. Yes. Because I'm so like easily approachable. Mm -hmm. Like people approach me all the time and tell me about You are very approachable. Yeah, and I love that. Yeah. And two, I approach people too. I don't have literally I'm not very shy, I will say. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm totally myself most of the time. There's certain people and uh, situations that I, like, sometimes I'm even questioning, like, why are you saying that? Why are you acting this way? Because mm -hmm. I don't feel comfortable around them. But mm -hmm. for the most part, I'm pretty, like, social. And so I can start conversations. So it's easy for me. Actually, one of my good friends, one, my best friend, I have many best friends, <laughs> is why you find out about me. But one of them, his name is Jerry, and um, he's an amazing artist, by mm -hmm. the way. If you guys want to uh, follow him, it's Jerry underscore Misael. He, the way that we started our friendship is, of course, me. The But <laughs> <laughs> that's me with most of my friends. I always, like, approach them. But we were in the same class together in college. And this was, like, the beginning of the semester. And he just looked so intriguing to me. And I was always trying to figure out in my head, like, where is he from? Because he looks... Latino, but where is he from? I can't quite like, you know, grasp on what it was, and so one day I'll tell you where he's mm -hmm. from in a second. I just literally were in a critique in the middle of the critique, and I like tapped his shoulder, and I was like, <laughs> oh my God. "That's literally me. I, I'm not shy." Yeah. Like I was yeah, like, yeah. "Hey, are you from El Salvador?" Literally, just like that, mad awkward. <laughs> That's the first thing I ever <laughs> said to him. He was like, he was shocked. He was like yeah how did you mm. get that i was like i just know my salvadorians because i love salvadorians it's mm -hmm. another thing about me my partner is salvadorian his family is salvadorian oh, that's right and just in general even before i met marco i loved i always like found so safe around salvadorians because they're so humble and nice mm -hmm. um but anyway i knew from the jump that he was salvadorian and to this day it's a conversation starter for us because he is still amazed that i got that right because he's never like people mistake him for everything except for El Salvador, for yeah. El Salvadorian. Sorry, Ooh. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. That was just a funny <laughs> story. <laughs> that was just a funny story because that's me. Like literally, a summary of me is yeah. how approachable I am and how I approach people, and that's how I start most of my friendships. Like with you, even when you came in for your interview, I think I was the front desk receptionist. At oh, the you time. absolutely were with your long straight hair. <laughs> <laughs> So I think I approached you and I was like, oh, my God, you're going to kill it. Like you were like, you, don't be nervous. They're really nice <laughs> here. And yeah, and I'm I'm so glad I'm like this, honestly. Yeah, it's such a good quality. My parents, they're both actually pretty social people, I will mm -hmm. say. My dad more than my mom. But I definitely got that from them. Yeah. My brother is a little on the shyer side, but still entertaining when when he feels comfortable. Yeah, that's that's like me. Yeah. Um, well, you? in terms of find, I think I think I can talk more about finding communities, mm -hmm. and that's when social media plays a huge part of finding communities. I mm -hmm. think nowadays it's like it's like dating apps. It's like Tinder. Like instead of yeah. just dating, it's like friendships, fi friendships, finding that's communities, cool. and yeah i think through social media you'll find especially in facebook groups that's right especially back in college there was a lot of them and you would see all these student orgs 
from different colleges with like all these organizations, um, queer organizations, um, cultural organizations. Um, so they're easy to find. Then but it's up to you. To, then it's up to, to you reach to reach out and actually make the effort to be right. an active part of that community. Mm-hmm. But again, like I said, you, being an active member of that community doesn't always need mean physical presence around that community. But it can also be like you know working behind the scenes, yeah, and impacting such community in your very own ways. That's right. Yeah. And while we're on the topic, um, where we work at CCTV, Cambridge Community Television, I mean, we serve the community of Cambridge. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit like that's the goal, right? But it gets broader than that because we actually end up serving like the artist community and like different groups of yeah. people. The seniors. The seniors, the youth and whatnot. Um, but what I notice at CCTV is people always come back like they're volunteering here or they're doing things out of the kindness of their heart or like renting our equipment out to make something really cool that they thought like of cctv and cctv would like and so on and so i'm just i'm talking about this because of that idea of like making the effort and putting like your all into something that's the only way you're ever gonna get like one far in life really because it's rare it happens but it's rare when somebody will approach you and tell you okay you're hired and this is it and you don't have to work hard for it but most times you have to work hard for it you have to like make an effort you have to really show up and mm-hmm. and, and be present and so i don't know if i'm making sense here but i just wanted to put say that out loud that if you're interested in something whoever you are just reach out, like find the resources. They exist. We live in the 21st yeah. century. It's literally 2022. I feel like one, one post on your social media, yeah. you'll get responses. Yes, you'd be surprised. I've done that a lot back in the day. I would always ask for like women of color to photograph and yes. people who I don't even know would reach out and be like, hey, I would love to. And that's how you start friendships. And it feels nice. It yeah. feels great connecting with complete strangers but with yeah. diff- but with the same objectives and mission exactly um, so they yeah. exist we're literally so privileged in the sense that we live in the 21st century most of us have access to technology mm-hmm. so it's really up to you to to put in the effort to receive it back yeah and you um, know i just realized like even doing this podcast we're literally building a community yeah of one podcasters and two the listeners that's true you know i've you receive a lot of comments and feedback and reviews Mm -hmm. and i don't know these people but i get to know them from you know from this podcast and their feedback that they're giving you Mm -hmm. so it's like it's it's great it's great building community knowing people and yeah yeah that's good that you mentioned that because a lot of people reach out to me a lot just like 10 people (laughs) they're like oh my god alfonso sounds super cool and like actually nowadays alfonso when i mention your name like (laughs) now you'll be interested um whenever i mention your name to my friends yeah i I don't even have to say who you are they're like oh your podcast co-host and i'm like yeah period no that has that happened like three times this week okay um but anyway so many people want to like meet you and 
I'm so yes. glad. Like, this is how friendships start, too. Let me guys. check my schedule. <laughs> <laughs> Let me fit them in there somehow. What kind of getting to know do they want? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's a mix of both. There's a mix of both, I will say. Yeah, I am looking for friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Always looking for friends mm-hmm. and community. All kinds of friends. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> However you may interpret <laughs> <laughs> All right. And Moving on. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> Anywho. Uh, <laughs> open it up. Oh my god. I'm what is this? Up. Hold on. What is your <laughs> you guys you should see your phones as oh, lock screen? Because <laughs> she's being nosy right now and she touched my phone. I did. And I'm... she saw the screensaver and it's Harry Styles. <laughs> um holding a Sign. Quieres ser mi novia? <laughs> <laughs> With like a hat and roses. King. And it's, it's cringe. It's, it's a cringe photo cringe. of Harry Styles. But, but anyway, oh I my god. I have a photo of my cat and my partner on my phone, so I can't really be talking. It's literally my lock screen. Okay, Mark. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> the hair, right? It's wow, popping. we got totally sidetracked. Yeah, that's <laughs> the beauty of our podcast, though, <laughs> and doing with the person who you feel comfortable with. Oh, my God. You're hot all of a sudden. (laughs) 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 Anyway. Anyway. Well, kind of like the last question I have is why is it important to have a community? (laughs) It's a good way to end it. Well, it's important because you find yourself. Like, as like a quick summary, you really find yourself because I don't know about you. Actually, I'm sure you've gone through this. Like, because I know a little bit of your background. Mm-hmm. But I, like, always... No, that's not true. I, I've i always been extroverted in the sense that I always had friends, but mm-hmm. I never fully knew who I wanted to be, like, close with and, like, mm. what who I wanted to become, really, as an adult. And so when you find these pockets of, like, um, people and conversation starters and... Yeah like events that you can go to where people are kind of doing the same thing you're interested in. It's really a beautiful realization because you're like, oh my gosh, there's more of me and we can make something beautiful out of this. And then when you feel comfortable with somebody, like I feel comfortable with you, it's, you know, it's easy to make conversations and and to hang out and to talk about silly things like we do, but also be professional. I'm just doing a doing it as like a, a co-worker type of mm-hmm. thing being professional but also like not talking about serious issues and things happening around the world things that matter to you like we've gone through this a lot and so that's the beauty of it to me and then you also connect in the historical background a lot of times like with the filipino community yeah and me with the latino community talking about the microaggressions that we suffer you know on a daily basis mm-hmm. or like racism discrimination things like that when you think you're alone, you're actually not alone, and that feels really freaking good. And so that's, for me, as a summary, that's why community that, is important to me. That is such a great answer to that, to that question. I feel like you've encapsulated everything that needed to be said mm-hmm. to as to why it's important finding communities. Um, and I totally agree. It's like sometimes we feel like we're alone and we're going through things alone but there's a whole community out there that's probably who's going through the same thing Mm -hmm. as you 
Um, so yeah, it's, yeah. You're it's, not alone. In short, like, you're never alone. There's always going to be yeah. people or places that you're going to connect to. Yeah, and also you never know what can come out out of the um, relationships with within these communities. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe there's like a fruitful collaboration that comes out of meeting other creators in, the, in, in that community or important discussions and sharing important stories with one another in the LGBTQ community. And yeah, there's just, I feel like there's a lot of opportunities that can come out of these communities and That's finding these very communities. very true. Yeah, I mean, opportunity can happen. Yeah, anytime, anywhere. But it's definitely easier when you find your group of people and when you're mm-hmm. comfortable around certain people. Uh, it just makes things so much easier because yeah. then you're being yourself, and that's <laughs> the most important thing that you can ever do is be yourself. Exactly. Never change, despite any situation in your life. Always be yourself. And I've actually like. One more thing about the LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. Like, I've never really been able to fully explore that community because I just recently fully came out right. to everyone, like, specifically my family. So I really wasn't able to, like, be out and loud and proud and be a part of these communities. But starting, like, I think this year, I've been really actually putting in effort to knowing more of that community. I love that. And, you know, reaching out, you know, I love drag race. Yes. <laughs> and I just love drag. And I started reaching out to some Boston drag queens and just, like, telling them I support. Like, hey, I've been looking for local drag queens to support. I and love. like specifically asian drag queens Mm -hmm. and i found one on instagram and she was super nice and you know i need to see her perform in person we should go to drag brunches i would love that i literally love drag shows so beautiful yeah but and yeah i just i feel like communities are very important very beneficial Mm -hmm. um and yeah you like what you said you can find yourself in these communities yes I it's love like that. a kind of like eye awakening type put in the effort of though. experience there's no yes outcome if you don't try yeah so even if it feels scary or out of your comfort zone still do it it's worth it in the end i tell this to my students all the time don't be shy and luckily i you know it's it's paid off because a lot of mm-hmm. my students are like getting opportunities now because of you know these things that i've like advised them on yeah but don't be shy people we're only we're human <laughs> literally everybody's human for the most part you know who you would yeah. well i guess i <laughs> okay cat lady <laughs> talking you can connect to animals too <laughs> and, uh, but uh, for the most part you know everybody's here we're we're doing the same thing we're living this crazy mm life like you know there's no nothing to be scared of even if you think really highly of someone and this was me literally two years ago i thought really highly of somebody put them on a pedestal pedestal is that how you say Mm -hmm. um and i realized later on like why did i do that this person doesn't know what the heck they're doing and they're just like me they make Mm -hmm. mistakes but they're very confident and that's the beauty of it all just be confident be yourself and put in the effort I'm going to yeah. leave with that. Drop yeah, yeah. mic. 
mic drop <laughs> drop <laughs> mic <laughs> drop mic uh, um, well that but also <laughs> what was i gonna say man I totally for- oh and there's again there's a lot of ways to be a part of a community there's a lot of there's not one specific way to be a part of a community there's a lot and you can find your own way of being a part of that community mm-hmm. whether it's in person whether it's virtual whether it's in it's the metaverse in your dream i don't know no, that has <laughs> my want to have one, one student who does like loves metaverse and he found his community through metaverse so. wow that's, that's that was really cool. reminds me of the movie ready player one where it's like this virtual game everyone wears like this type of like, like goggles like a virtual reality and they just they're in another world that's so dope and they have friends in that virtual reality and it's crazy I could personally not do that but but anyway um i think that's good it. talk damn good talk that was that was easy um, yeah yeah and yeah, if you want if you're listening and you know you're a part of some of the communities that we were talking about the lgbtq brazilian filipino writers creators photographers artists if you're if you belong in that community if you're looking for a community you know where's people to start with yeah yeah reach out to us oh my god we would love to respond to you connect with you build a relationship and you know who knows what kind of community we can come up with Mm -hmm. yeah you said it you said it yeah please let us know and if you're i always do this but if you're listening up until this point if you want to comment we also if they want to comment which communities they belong in that's what i was gonna say but also i just want to say out loud on this podcast we have our podcast is on many different podcasting platforms but it's also on youtube and vimeo and on channels like the the cambridge channels the local channels so if you guys are interested in actually seeing i'm like making a face now what we look like and how we're dressed and how we're like our body language is which is pretty terrible i would say i'm like <laughs> literally we're like, like i always correct no literally like, i'm always fixing my back when we're here so if you hear noises like that's what it is cracking our backs and Facts. stretching um but yeah if you're interested in seeing the the visual to to this yeah. beautiful sound of our voices it exists and it's on youtube um cctv cambridge on youtube cctv cambridge on vimeo and cctv cambridge yep on all social media platforms and we have the the channels which you want channels to plug in. 8 9 and 96 if you live in, in cambridge, cambridge and if you have cable yeah if you live in cambridge it's free join us listen yes sir uh, but yeah everybody uh this is great yeah have a good day wherever you are in enjoy. the world yes enjoy, enjoy reach out to us you know we love talking to our listeners um and yeah and feedback is always welcome yeah and we're gonna go and enjoy the day this 70 degree weather we're gonna be <laughs> those boston people it's like i'm gonna a get ice nice. cream milkshake boba dang nah. <laughs> whoa i'm like for a formal that's a lot i would totally do that i'm dead um but yeah all right we Thank love you, for you. Listening. thanks for listening and you you're part of this community okay yes you're never alone you're loved, you're heard, and yeah, reach out if you need anything. Dang, okay. <laughs> okay, pastor. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh my God. honestly, Should I might just have to switch car- careers, to careers. be honest. <laughs> I wouldn't mind. Oh, man. Uh, all right, everybody. We'll all see right. you next That's week. That's a wrap. 
Bye bye. Goodbye. Bye. Ciao. Outro boop, music, boop, please. Boop, no. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> <laughs>